Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how a new notary, a new loan signing agent, gets that very first loan signing assignment. Uh, For some reason, this seems to be the hardest part for most brand new loan signing agents. And it's the biggest hurdle I see most people have to face and deal with. And I think the reason why it's so difficult is well, I think there's two reasons. And reasons. The first is that a lot of notaries just don't feel very confident and comfortable in their abilities to do a good job as a loan signing. Sometimes it seems daunting, all that paperwork and all that legal stuff. And it seems to hold them back. It seems that that fear of not knowing how to do it perfectly the first time sets people back and, and they tend to procrastinate. The second reason is that, and I think legitimately so, notary signing agencies obviously prefer notaries who have experience, which can make it harder at times when you're brand new to the industry and you're trying to get that first job. So what can a new notary signing agent do to get started in this great career of ours? Well, to help me answer this question, I've invited a very special guest. His name is Ronnie Mickle. He is the founder and co-owner of Unlimited Inc., a nationwide notary signing agency. He is also the original owner and founder. uh, He's a co-owner and original founder of Notary Stars, a respectable training course that teaches notaries about everything you can think of when it comes to loan products, notarizing, signing loan documents, anything you can think of under the sun and more. He has been a notary for over a decade and is a personal friend of mine. Ronnie, welcome to the show. Hi, Abraham. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, my pleasure. And, you know, I I want to get into this question. I think this is a topic that a lot of new notaries uh, have a lot of concerns about. But before we get into that, I love sharing how I meet people and kind of how I got to meet them at at the first time. And I don't know if you remember this, but I want to share how we met. So, I was actually, and this was, gosh, how long have we known each other, Ronnie? Like five years now, it seems like? I think it's right around five years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I was doing a, a loan, a loan sign. I was doing a, a jail notary. I was at the jail doing a notary signing, and, uh, uh, and I had just gotten out of the jail. So for people who have never done jail notaries, you can't take your cell phone into the, into the facility. They just won't allow it. So I come out. And right when I come out, I see uh, an order through uh, signingorder.com saying uh, we have a a notary uh, loan signing for today at 7 p.m. And it was like 7.15 already. (laughs) I'm thinking, okay, this must be a mistake. I'm sure that something came up at last minute signing. So I, I accepted the closing. And within like 30 seconds, I get a call from you. And you're like, dude, can you actually do this closing? I mean, uh, our notary bailed on us and it's last minute and, I, and I'm and i trying to get someone to do it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it for you guys. 
And uh, so I went ahead and did that notary appointment. And I think what was really telling about you, and I think part of what really impressed me about you was that the very next day after the closing was done, you personally called me and I think you gave me like, like an hour of your time. And we just started chit-chatting. You started asking me about how my business was going and you gave me some pointers that, and I don't know if you know this, Ronnie, but some pointers that, I mean, I took everything you said into consideration, all the training, all the different feedback you gave me. And that very next month, because I, I, I wasn't, my, my volume wasn't as good as I would have liked it to be, but you took the time to just coach me and talk to me. And I think that next month, my volume like went up 30, 40%. And then I, I started getting busier again. So uh, first of all, let me publicly thank you for that and, uh, uh, and just kind of share how we met. Uh, do you remember all that? I do. Um, and actually, I, I need to make a, uh, a little backtrack. So I remember it a little bit differently. You, that was our very first nationwide order at Unlimited. I had always been a local signing agency. I had come from California and I had a small team that I had managed there. And then I moved my operations over to Arizona uh, for one of my largest clients. And I, I did kind of keep some of my connections in California, but that was uh, the very first order we had ever done nationwide. And it started out not so great, <laughs> um, but you were able to fix it. Everybody was happy. Um, and so that's our connection. You literally are the first notary at Unlimited Ink Notary to complete a notary outside of my state borders. And, you know, I contribute. I always say, you know, every notary that's ever worked with ever worked with us has, you know, helped Unlimited Ink grow. I mean, now we're at we're doing anywhere between two and three thousand transactions a month. And, you know, even while we're talking, I have an email sitting in my inbox for a new company that has uh, requested to onboard with us. We got a, an email from a title client that said, I worked with you at this office and I'm now moving to this office. Um, I don't see you on the approved list. I'd like to take you with me. And uh, so when we get done with this call, we'll be one client stronger. Um, and it's because of notaries like yourself. And I've worked with you ever since. Um, so I, I try very hard to make a connection with our notaries. Right. Yeah. And, that, and I've personally been a witness of that. And I think that's what what's created this this connection that we have and, and are still friends to this date. And but let's talk about how you got started, because I, it's funny how a lot of times things happen out of uh, out of tragedy. Right. Sometimes it requires something tragic uh, to, to, to cause a, a rethinking or a reevaluation in our lives. For me, for example, I had to uh, I had a you know, for those who've heard my story, and if you haven't, you can go back to the very first episode of this show. Uh, I used to work in retail, and I ended up losing my my right middle finger because I had a ring on, and uh, and that led to me eventually becoming a notary and starting my own business. Uh, but it came out of tragedy that I don't think I would have actually done or had would have had the motivation to to sort of move forward and try something new that eventually benefited my life. But I think, and you have a very similar story. So would you mind quickly just sharing your story and kind of how you started as a loan signing agency and, and eventually became, you know, the co-owner of notary stars. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, Ronnie. So <clears throat> I was actually building websites um, about a little over a decade ago. And I was really working hard to get out of the restaurant industry. I had been a career restauranteur, bar worker. I'd worked every position in a bar. I've been a busser. I've been, you know, I've been a cook. I've been, you know, and I, I, 
I, no offense to anybody that works in that industry. I mean, every industry is hard, but I just got tired. I was getting older. You know, I'm 41 now, but I mean, that was right around when I was 28. I'd been struggling to get finished with school. Um, and I was looking for things that I could do. And I'd always built websites. So I started building websites for people. But then I started noticing that, you know, I, if I had $80,000 in build, I had 15 grand that had been paid to me. And everybody wanted a website, but no one wanted to pay the final bill. <laughs> and it just, it was not a great place. And, you know, I was living in Los Angeles and I went to dinner. I, I was working at a grocery store and I was putting all their products online. And I was in that grocery store working and I kept seeing people come in and ask for a notary. And I have to say, I kind of knew what a notary was, but didn't really understand. And uh, I, reached, uh, I reached out to a friend of mine. He was coming to visit. His sister uh, was a notary. So I, I, I asked, you know, let, let's bring her to dinner. And we, we went to dinner and we went to dinner at the, one of the restaurants that I was working part-time at because I couldn't make all the money I needed from building websites because people didn't pay. And we were sitting there and I'll never forget I told her the story. I said, I've asked the owner of the store to add one notary on, but he doesn't see the value in it because people come in and ask. And um, she goes, yeah, I made like $8,000 last month. And I'll never forget. I was looking straight over a cocktail. I was about to <laughs> sip it. And I, I set the drink back down and I was like, how can I do that? And we started talking and, you know, the whole dinner became about her and her notary job. And she was a former realtor and she had now worked at a title agency. So I still had to finish the job because I'm not a quitter. So I finished working at the grocery store and I started going, I'd work at the grocery store until about one o'clock. I would get up and go at 6am when they open, I get off at one and then I would drive from West Hollywood to thousand Oaks, which got me there, you know, sometime around two or so. And I would work in that office from two to six. And at first it started just, putting the packages together. And this is something that I don't advise. I actually got a job with them to do this. I didn't just go in and do it. A lot of notaries think that they can go in and just offer services, but there are compliance laws. You actually have to be an employee that works there to be behind the desk. Right. So please don't follow some of those advices you hear about offering to put packages together. I got a job. So I went in and I worked part-time two to six and they were flexible with me on hours. It was, you know, very little pay. And uh, I was probably not making very much money with gas prices going over to Thousand Oaks every day. And I worked there and then they started sending me out for any clients that couldn't come in. And I started building my business from there. You know, I, we, she would do the outside sightings, anything on one side of the 405. I would do anything on the other side of 405. The only thing that sucked is I had to bring them back. She was closer. And, you know, they put in a drop box for me and I would drop them back at night, which was easier than driving in the morning because I had to go to work. I just made it work. And then I started getting clients on my side of town. And uh, I have to tell you, you know, about a year into being a loan signing agent, I was, I, I was two weeks away from finishing my master's. I was about eight months into becoming a loan. I was good at what I was doing because I had great training from her. And mm -hmm. in fact, the way I train on notary stars now is pretty much everything that I learned, you know, in that first little bit. But I, I still have to tell you, I only knew how to work with one client at that time. I was learning left and right because every client is different, right? Other docs look differently. Right. Uh, they look different. Um, they put things together differently. Um, I learned that very quickly. But about two weeks before I finished my master's, I was well into uh, 
being a loan signing agent, I had finished up the website and I got ran over by a car Oh, uh, and it broke my back in three places. And so that's when I really started training notaries. I had built up some business on my side of town. I couldn't outsource signing agencies, but the few clients that I had in Beverly Hills and uh, Los Angeles, I was able to outsource to other notaries to do the jobs. And I was able to make enough to pay my bills by taking a 20% cut, which is where I learned this whole thing about unlimited ink. We always pay the notary 80%. I learned that from living in Los Angeles because the manager, the highest paid managers get 20% of their actors. And I just kind of followed suit with that's how it should be done. And I started training notaries. And when I say you built, I built the company from the ground up, I literally was training notaries on my living room floor because that's the only place I could be. <laughs> okay, wow. And I would send them out and they would bring them back and I would check them and then they would run them. And, you know, I got better and I started growing and growing. And then eventually I got a big client offer. I had, I had always wanted to move over to Arizona because I, you know, a lot of people from California come here because it's uh, less expensive. Um, it's a booming, you know, place. And uh, I moved over here. We got our first large client and it was, they were opening in Arizona. I was with them when they had a box on a table. I literally, there were nothing but boxes in their office and I was doing signings. And um, they asked me to build an Arizona team. And this is leading up to my meeting you. I built an Arizona team for them. It turned into, you know, we had about 25 notaries working for us doing, you know, 200 orders a month. We thought we were great. And then another company called me and said, hey, we heard that your notaries have mobile printers and mobile scanners and that you do your own training. We want to try you. So then I went to two big clients and it went to 400 orders a month. And then, you know, I got another client with 50 orders a month. But you were a part of that first client. You know, that first client, it took them about a year of doing local service for them. And they said, can you do nationwide? Mm. And they were using another signing service, but they really liked how I ran things. And they said, can you do nationwide? And the other companies were using me locally. And then all of a sudden it flipped. When one client went nationwide, they all wanted nationwide service from me. And, uh, you know, I've, I've just continued to bring on client after client. We're at a client growth rate now of about a client a week. So that's about 50 something clients a year. Yeah. Wow. And first of all, what an inspirational story and, 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 and kudos to, to you for, for being able to sort of build that and, and I think part of the reason why any business grows is is when when a when a business owner runs their business with integrity, with honesty, your reputation will get out there, and as a result, people are attracted to you and and will want to work with you. Isn't that true, Ronnie? Yes, and you know, and I have to tell you, um, for anybody who thinks about getting into this industry and how far you want to go, when I hired my first employee. I said, you'll probably never get a raise. I had no idea how large this could go. Um, now we have 25 employees that work at Unlimited Inc. Everyone's had a raise. Um, there's a co-owner now and um, we just continue to grow. We have account reps in several states now. Um, I never saw that it would get this big, but it came out of determination and I have to tell you, for anybody that wants to get to this level, um, we have definitely raised the bar in the industry for signing agencies um, and how they work with their notaries and the quality that they provide their clients. It's not just about scheduling orders anymore. Um, so 
getting into this industry is hard as a notary. I don't know. I wouldn't give my signing agency to my best friend, but I also wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy because I work a lot. <laughs> well, and I think part of what makes you distinct and different, not only as a company, but personally is, is, is you really do, you do really do care. And so, you know, you know, and you work with notaries all the time. Uh, that's, it's, it's part of what you do. It's part of uh, what sort of, I think allows you to be successful is, is, how you make sure that the notaries get the support that they need with the training and with the help. And so let, let's, for, for a, a notary that's brand new to this industry and is trying to become a, a, a loan signing agent and has, ha, they haven't done any signings yet, but they have their notary stamp and, and they're ready to go. Why would, why do you think it's so hard for them to get that very first uh, assignment or that first signing, Ronnie? Oh, well, there's a lot of reasons behind this. And Abraham, I am going to plug, we are at Notary Stars going to be going through the back end of platforms and kind of showing notaries this uh, coming up. Uh, we are scheduling the date now. So check on our Instagram and check on <coughs> Notary Stars if you are a member. Um, but uh, the reason that it's really hard is, especially nowadays, I did a video back in, I think it was two and a half years ago with Carol Ray. And it, it, you can find it on YouTube. It's what signing agencies are looking for. And in that video, I say probably somewhere around a little over halfway. I say within 85013, there are 600 and some odd notaries who have their profiles filled out properly. Maybe it was 400 or 600. I was on a call with signing order um, maybe three months ago because that's our software provider. And uh, I said, oh, you know, you should be able to fix this because there's only 400 notaries and we need to be able to filter this and this and this. And he said, Ronnie, there's 1,800 notaries within 25 miles of that zip code. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, two things have happened. There are, and I want people to know this, there are a lot of people during COVID turned to uh, notary work for several reasons. Some lost their jobs and had to. Some were able to work from home so that hour and a half commute to work, they now have three hours a day where they could go out and drive Uber, Lyft, or make even more doing a loan signing. Mm -hmm. um, some of them, uh, you know, those are the most reasons. The next, uh, some of them knew that interest rates dropped and they really wanted to get in on the cash calendar, which is the refi boom right now. Um, the next thing is, if you, and you'll notice this, and I, you know, I own a training course and it is a respectable course, but there are so many courses out there right now saying, make six figures, you know, change your life. And that's what all of us want to hear. Right. Right. Um, everybody wants to make six figures. Everybody wants to, you know, be a part of it and that's okay. But a lot of those courses are pulling at a thread that you really need to talk about in your life that you really want. And it's bringing people into the industry left and right. And I, just, I put it in an email recently that I sent out to the notary stars members. The cat's out of the bag now. You know, this, uh, you, when I first started doing this, I told the notaries I was training, when, when people ask you, how do you live on, you know, this street? You tell them, I don't know. I wake up in the morning and at the end of the week, I get a paycheck. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, don't, don't tell people what you're doing for a living. And I learned that from the woman who taught me. It was a slowly passed along thing. And when I started, Abraham, I don't even think YouTube was a thing. Yeah. Or if yeah. it was, there were no YouTubers. And 
I see YouTubers now talking about side hustles and they're getting paid to make that video from YouTube. <clears throat> it's called site monetization. Some of them are not even notaries. They're just talking about side hustles, bringing more and more people into the industry. Now blogs are everywhere and people go on Google and they're looking, you know, side hustle and then notary comes up and then they start looking into it and then they see the six figure courses and then they come into the industry. So we're flooded and it makes it harder for a notary to get recognized to get that first signing because the competition is high. Now I've said this for the last year and then I'll pause and let you direct me on where we go from here. But I've said this the last year to notaries who've come into this industry, we're in a refi boom right now, a real refi boom. Right. Interest rates are lower than they've ever been in a long time. They had been up to four and five and we were seeing way less signings, all of us. Now we have three times the amount of notaries in every zip code across the country. And I mean, even rural areas. And now it's gonna start going back to normal. So we're gonna have even more notaries in the market and things are going to go back to normal. People are always going to have to buy and sell. People are always going to have to refinance, but people are going to hold out for lower interest rates. Um, so it's going to get a little bit harder next year, actually, to get recognized. Um, and that's why, you know, I'll let you tell me where to go from here. But this is why we also warn notaries. You don't just sign up with a company. That's not how you get your business. Um, There's several ways to get orders, and we can talk about that. But I want to. I want to pause here and see if you have any input or any questions about what I've said already. Yeah, well, no, that's, and I think that's the next question is, so where, what can a brand new notary do to sort of increase their visibility and increase their chances of getting that, that first assignment? So, you know, and these are about 30 to 40 minute segments that you do. So it can take a long time and I'm going to give you some quick, answers on that. And I'm going to invite you all to come out and watch uh, on YouTube, type in what signing agencies are looking for. And it should come up. If not, add Notary to Pro and Notary Stars on it. <clears throat> That's a whole hour of just what people are looking at on the profile. And we're going to be doing an update on it. I see notaries who don't have a photo. And then I get told that I'm discriminating because I tell notaries they have to have a photo. Um, Everybody wants to know who they're working with. When you order a Lyft or an Uber driver, you want to see their photo who's coming to pick you up. Now, Ronnie, when you're talking about photo, you're talking about on their profile and specifically signingorder.com. Is that what you're referring to? Every site you're on that allows you to put a profile photo, you should have a professional photo. Okay. That's going to help you. And I mean professional. Like, look at realtors, look at title officers, look at um, all of those professional people in our industry, lenders, they all have a great professional photo. Um, that, you know, Abraham, I love your professional photo. I mean, it's you and your suit and tie and, you know, everything. I mean, you look really professional. Um, mine is from a wedding that I did as a minister. Um, and it was from a professional photographer. And it's, you know, I liked it because it, it was professional, but it was also, I liked the background that they had done. Right. Um, you know, pick something good. You don't want an Instagram photo. You don't want, you know, a camera phone photo. You want something really professional. That's going to be your calling card. Mm -hmm. And it gets to show them who's going to my signing table. Uh, yes, it matters. And no one's discriminating or picking and choosing. It's literally showing how professional are you? Remember what they say, a picture's worth a thousand words. Right. Um, 
get a great professional photo. When you have a professional photo, doesn't matter what you look like or what color of your skin it is. Like you look like a professional. And I, th I think sometimes people say, I've had a lot of comments on our YouTube on that particular channel saying, well, this guy's discriminating and I remove them because no, I'm not. I'm being honest with you. You know, you can either take the advice or leave it. I'm kind of a tough love kind of guy when it comes to what will sell. The next thing is your bio. I see notaries going in and they, they put, I never make an error, you know, and I, like, yes, you will. You will make an error. So it's better to say, I don't make many errors, but if I do, I will fix it immediately and live up to that. Right. <clears throat> you don't want to look like a liar. I see notaries saying, I closed 10,000 loans, but yet they've only had one notary commission and they've only had it for a year. <laughs> you can't close 10,000 loans in a year. Yeah, right. um, that took me like my whole career. <laughs> right. Um, you, I see like people faking, be honest in your profile. Talk about the training you've done. That's more impressive to me. It's like handing someone a resume and saying, you know, I went to this college. I was in this fraternity. I was a member of this club. That's what you want on your resume. And then you can name drop of companies you actually work with. And, and, you know, I love when notaries say, call this title company and ask for a reference and, you know, put something in your bio. That's like, wow, they, like they're, they're the real deal. I see notaries just going all wrong with it. And then I, I tell notaries to briefly talk about their history. You know, if you have a background in customer service, I worked in customer service for 20 years and I switched to when I see customer service, I'm like, oh, they know what they're doing. Like mm -hmm. they, they'll, they'll be easy to work with. If you're an army vet, put, you're a veteran. People all know that when you go to the military, you get training and life skills that civilians just don't get. And I know that about the military. I know that about anybody that works in, you know, uh, armed services, right down to firefighters. You get training of care and concern and urgency that we just don't get as civilians. Our, a lot of us don't. And so um, putting those types of things in your profile, if you have a mobile printer or a mobile scanner, I am so sick of notaries saying, you know, I, I'm not doing a mobile printer or a mobile scanner. I get it if you're, you know, of a certain age and you're only doing this part time and you can do it your way. But if you're, I, I did this with a broken back, okay? <laughs> mobile, mobile printer, mobile scanner, at home, the right tools. I spend money on good products. I don't skip on my scanner. I did in the beginning. I don't now. Um, I get it. You got a bills to pay and that scanner costs money, but also it can cost you money not to not have it. Right. I see notaries and on the, on the forums and they're like, I don't do scam backs and I don't, well, you know what? This is 2021 at this moment. It'll be 2022 soon. We live in the age of technology. We live in the age of, I want it. I want it now. And I want it yesterday. You can, it used to take me, you had to book a taxi like early morning if you wanted to go somewhere at three o'clock in the afternoon. Now I can get a taxi in less than 10 minutes mm -hmm. on my phone. I can get grocery delivery in an hour or less, mm -hmm. a full grocery cart. Um, and that's, that's true. Check Walmart Express. Um, they're not endorsed. They're, they're not paying me to say that. I use them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we live in an age of technology and going against the grain is not going to help you. 
in this industry. So make sure you get those products and put them in your profile and make sure people know that you have them and you're willing to use them. Don't ask, do you need scan bags? Do the scan bags. Mm-hmm. I, I give scan bags to every single client that has a portal for me to return them. Even, if they, don't, because, even if they don't ask for them? Even if they don't ask for them. Wow. This scanner that I have, it was the best $350, $400 I ever did. It's the Epson ESW, uh, excuse me, ES-500W. It's on the Notary Stars website under resources. I can scan a full loan package in my car or at the signing table. That's how light it is. In like literally six, seven minutes. Right. Full long package. It's an amazing scanner. And I just upload them and get it over with. And, you know, I always ask my companies too, would you mind looking at them? Even now, I mean, I teach notaries and I still ask them, would you mind looking at them and letting me know if there's anything you like for me to correct? I'll be going to UPS at this time or FedEx, wherever I'm going. I give them service that I know no other notary is going to give them. Right. And, and that's why we're growing. It's because I've taken my level of customer service and applied it to a signing agency and taught other notaries that. And I, I tell you, if you can work with Unlimited Inc., you can work with anybody. But getting back to getting that first signing, I see notaries who just put up their profile and then they don't log in for a year. They don't update. They're not, you know, they'll start getting orders from one place and then they don't sparse it out. You got to work with everybody in this industry. You should never put all your eggs in one basket. Case in point, I had a great Fidelity client. Thank God I had, uh, you know, other clients. This one EO, I tell her all the time, she paid for my wedding for sure. (laughs) Um, And I was making just a month off of her alone, me, 10 grand, 15 grand. Wow. She, and I walked into her office to return a stack of packages one morning. I was like, hey, are we, are we moving offices? And she's like, no, I'm retiring. Oh, no. And, you know, it went through my mind. And she's still my great friend. She's actually come back into the workforce and brought us with her to another company. But um, <laughs> Abraham, I literally was like, I didn't say this to her, but I thought, and you didn't even think about talking with me about this <laughs> because my livelihood was her office. I mean, I was just about to get married when she retired and, or took a couple of years or a year or two off. <clears throat> and I, I thought this is something you would, you should sit down and talk to me about like more than your husband. <laughs> I like, you know, like this is going to hurt. And I learned that lesson. Never put all your eggs in your, in one basket. I should have been servicing more clients and I knew better, Right. but it can happen to anyone. And I tell notaries, direct business is great. That's where you want to be, but you need more than one direct client. You need to work with signing agencies. You need to have an even balance of who you're working with. And I work with what they call a lot of iBuyers at right now. That's one of our targets because the iBuyers are really busy. You know, they want mobile printers, mobile scanners, well-trained notaries. They want to close, close, close. But iBuyers come and go. And I don't put, a, I go with traditional title and escrow. I go with streamlined title and escrow. I go with the new age technology title and escrow. There's all kinds of clients out there. And I also have started to diversify Unlimited Inc. Uh, with photo assignments. We now do photo assignments for real estate investors. Um, I continuously update my own profile. I continuously update our company profile, 
company resume. I've seen notaries that put up their listing and then don't do anything with it. They don't continue to fine tune and try to find a way to get seen. In this industry today, you're starting at the bottom of everyone's list. Right. You know, and whereas you might have been down two or 300 people before, now you're down 1,800 people in major zip codes. Wow. You know, if you're in a more rural area, and I'm going to be doing a thing about it, but getting that first signing, you know, I see notaries, they get caught up on the price of a doc, uh, price of a file. And let me tell you something. I don't care. Title doesn't care. The lender doesn't care. Your printing costs are not my problem. You are a business owner. You need to have your ink and toner at affordable rates, paper bought. That's good quality, but affordable rates. You have to shop like any business owner. Restaurant owners have to do the same thing. How can I make this food affordable and, and, and not go broke by selling? And, right. you know, you have to make business choices. You have to have a good scanner, a good printer, good quality paper, good thing. But it's not title and escrow's fault if you've invested in a really expensive product that is not going to bode well for you. Um, gas mileage. You know, I see notaries sometimes saying, well, it's too far away. Guess what? All those notaries that were before you are getting the ones closer. When you see that far away order, especially if you see it several times from the same client, uh, not in one day, but over time, you see them a lot of far away orders. It's likely that they have a lot of business close to you, but those notaries that have been here before you are taking those closer ones before mm. you even get dinged. And then if you take that far away order, you've now gotten on their radar and take those far away orders in the beginning, take a loss. The IRS expects you to take a loss in your first five years. Take those orders for experience, make what you can off of them. Don't get crazy with fees, you know, ask for a little more if you need to, but take those far away orders, get on their radar. And after 10 or 15 orders say, Hey, I've been driving a lot for you. I really like working with you. Would you mind bumping me up on your list so that I can get anything closer to me too? And I'll still do those faraway orders when I can. It's a great way to work it. That's a great strategy, by the way. And it builds your reputation, doesn't it? It does. And when they see that you're willing to go far, you know, I, I have escrow officers. I know they're like, just send it to unlimited ink. That's <laughs> just, they're just like, just send it to unlimited ink. And that's the way you want people to think about you. Is just send that to them. By getting that first order, yes, it's hard. But sometimes that first order is, doesn't need to be the order you want it to be. I, a really good friend of mine in, in my life, and this work is a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to make this a little personal, but I'm going to relate it to work. So I, I had a person in my life who I was mad at. And, 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 and this, you know, think about how you think about work was mad at them. And I wanted to get back together. And this person literally flew across the country and showed up at my job unannounced. And I was like, no, you don't get to show up unannounced. And then they called and planned because they were coming to a wedding in California. And they said, I'm going to be at this. And I said, no you don't get to wrap me up in some other plan. And my, my best girlfriend said, Ronnie, you're making it too hard. They're showing up mm -hmm. and you're telling them no. 
And I feel that way about notaries sometimes is the work is showing up and you're saying no. You're making it harder for yourself because you're not building a relationship. You need to build a relationship with everyone you can. And along the way, some of those relationships will fall off. Case in point, I started my entire career. I've made it very clear that loan closers, I did so many orders for them when I first started. But then Amrock came along and everybody knows how I felt about Amrock. I love them. And I love loan closers, but they Amrock paid me $10 more at the time. Now they pay me more. But, and their orders were closer to me. And they were easier to schedule. And I wound up taking more Amrock. And then I got a direct client in Beverly Hills. And I started doing more for those because I made more. It was closer. It was easier. Um, you will slowly build your client list or build it in your own time. But you can't say no to work. If I don't have a signing, and, and, and on a, I'm going to be transparent, I own a signing agency and a training company right now, so I don't really do signings unless they're online. I still do one a day for Amrock online at this moment. Mm -hmm. I usually schedule them, you know, if they're like seven or eight o'clock at night and, or early morning um, and weekends. <clears throat> I try to do five a week. Okay. Um, but I lost my train of thought here. Uh, what was I talking about the, <laughs> right before that? Well, you were talking about how you're still uh, building a relationship, right? And how yes. you went from one company to the next one as they paid you more. But I think you were making a point of keeping a relationship with these companies or? Yes, you've got to keep a relationship with these companies. I mean, these, these, uh, these companies don't know you. And they don't know how, sometimes they don't know how far it is for you. They're just calling you because you have a listing up or you're in their directory and, or you have to build that relationship and then over time replace those relationships with newer and better ones. Um, you should be open to working with anyone. And when I uh, am out in the field, which I've not been for a while, and this is what I wanted to say is if the closing exchange called me and they're really low and they had a closing and I'm available, guess what? I'm going to that closing. You are. Oh, absolutely. Okay. No matter, no matter what, because I want money coming in all day long. Right. Nothing feels better than those paychecks arriving. And a month later, when you buy that steak that you want or can take those three days off that you want, that's going to feel a lot better. And you're not going to look back and say, I should have done that. Things really changed the most for me when I got a mobile printer and a mobile scanner. And, and you guys don't know, like, 10 years ago, people had to call me at least three days in advance to schedule me, at least three days in advance. And if I didn't have documents three days before, <laughs> I was canceling your order. Things changed very – the internet has changed everything. Now, I talked about how it's brought in more notaries, but it's changed the way we work as loan signing agents too. Now, they send it out as a text message. Right. Now – your competitors who don't know how to market themselves are being marketed through databases that send out text messages. You're in a whole different category of competition. And I, things really changed with the mobile printer and the mobile scanner because I was sitting at signing tables and I would see an order come up and it would be for two hours from now. 
And I would think, well, I got to drive home. I got to print the documents and then I got to get to this. I can't do it. But when I got that mobile printer and mobile scanner, it was on. Game over. Game changer. Game over. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm on the road and I would leave my house. There were times where when I first started over in Arizona, like five or six years ago, and I was really building unlimited ink working uh-huh. on it. I got that client, but that client wasn't off the ground yet. I'll go out with my mobile printer and my mobile scanner and wait for my client to send me an order. And then if I didn't have one, I would be dressed and ready to go. And I would go out and I would just circle the city and get an order. And I'll be honest, I, I still have a Lyft and Uber sticker on my car. I don't use it. I've, I haven't driven, but maybe four times I've been a Lyft driver since I was in California. I've probably driven four or five times in the whole time because I have a fear of everything crashing and I need a secondary thing. <laughs> but when I first started over here in Arizona and you were waiting for this client to get off the ground and I was waiting for uh, uh, notary work, I was out driving Lyft in between notary appointments. Yeah. And I, I had everything in my car ready to go. I was dressed ready to go and I would drive Lyft until an order came in. And, you know, I, I see notaries not not ready to work like they they wake up in the morning and they think if it's not here already then it's a bad day you're a business owner wake up put your tie on you know like i wake up every morning i make my bed i take a shower i stick my hair up defy i call it defying gravity <laughs> and I, I, I walk my dogs and I am ready to roll at seven o'clock every morning, no matter what I did the night before. And everybody, I am no angel. I drink whiskey at night and I don't care if I've been out, you know, I just, I don't go out these days because of COVID, but I don't care if I've had a little too much of whiskey or if I stayed up late watching a movie, my ass is up and ready for work every morning. So definitely I, a I, mindset. I, yeah. I, 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 this is, makes me the biggest pet peeve with notaries not getting orders is they're not, you know, that saying, if you build it, they will come. Right. That's true. If you get dressed for work, work will come. So, so what would you say are some of the, you, you talked about pet peeves. What are some of the common mistakes that you see a lot of notaries make that are, are hurting them and that they could easily avoid, right. And improve on. Okay. Great question. First of all, Look at who your mentors are and where they come from. I'm a big fan of Notary to Pro. Carol Ray was a escrow officer for many, many years. Then she became a mobile notary. She started Notary to Pro. Um, Bill Soroka, he has a, a small uh, group of notaries that he works with and he trains notaries and he works with direct clients. I'm very thankful to Bill. He actually got us one of our large clients over in Florida. He turned them over to us and made the relationship for us. Uh, but he's a great trainer. Um, Unlimited Inc. I own a, I've been a notary for over a decade and I own a signing agency and I, now I have notary stars, which I call my passion project. Um, look at who your trainers are and who they come from. Mm-hmm. Are they a YouTube star or did they work in this industry? Right. And can they prove that it worked in this industry? I see trainers popping up and you can make this amount of money and, and you know, I'll be honest, I can go in notary assist right now and plug in a bunch of signings and share my screen too. And it would look like I made $10,000, but that's so unprofessional, first of all, but where did these people come from? Are they 
getting paid from their YouTube channel? You know, is it monetized? You know, our free videos at Notary Stars are monetized, but our private videos for our members only are not monetized because I don't want to put commercials on what people pay to get in and see. And how would you say, how is this, how would this affect, um, like, uh, new notaries in terms of getting their first assignments in, in relationship to people like, like signing agencies that are looking at them? How, how does that correlate? Well, I see a lot of bad habits and that was your previous question, yeah. um, coming from training. So here's one that I see out there. Um, I'm not going to name any names or anything, but there's one that they say offer to go in a title agency and put, uh, put the package together for them. Okay, that's illegal. And any title officer that would hire you to do that is an idiot. Um, or not hire you, but let you come in and do it for free. You, you need to be an employee of the company. And if you're an employee of the company, that's different. But you can't go in and offer that service. Notaries don't understand that when you go into a, a title agency, you are to go to the front desk and the signing room you are not to be in near anyone's computer because if an auditor were to walk in and they're audited up to four times a year in Arizona and other states that may be higher or less. But if an auditor walks in, guess what? That title company can no longer do title because they have now broken compliance issues. Um, so don't do that. Don't even offer it. And when you do offer that, title and escrow knows that you're inexperienced. Someone would have already told you by now. Um, I see other, <coughs> other notaries, they fake their order counts or they say, I've done 10,000 signings or 500 signings. And then you look at their order count, it's zero. Right. You know, your orders are tracked. Um, I see notaries who they don't understand that a blacklist in this industry is real. And I show this on notary stars. I show you what the blacklist looks like. And when I show it, it, I see mouths drop. I love doing it on camera because <laughs> I see all those mouths drop like, wow. I wrote a blog about the different types of blacklists. Feedback. Notaries don't know that on Snapbox and Signing Order and ZigZig, you're, you're, you're getting feedback that you don't even know about. So being rude on the phone, not, not, a, not a good deal. And then errors. I love what Carol Ray says. I'm not going to steal this. I'm going to give her 100% credit because I use it all the time. It's not the mistakes that we make that people remember. It's how quickly we remedy them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to use an example from this week. So unlimited ink makes mistakes too. We have an error rate of about 5% every day, and we usually get it fixed within the day and shipped on time. We have a reverse mortgage. There were conflicting instructions from the lender and the title agency and unlimited ink. The notary did exactly what she was supposed to. So I paid her to go out again and fix it. Title was so happy that we caught the error and that we, you know, we gave them a courtesy signing. We still paid the notary um, that we caught it. They were like, we, you're going to get all of our business. This was our first order with them. I had a title, uh, the same woman I was talking about when I first started working with her earlier in this, this call, I, I was talking about, uh, uh, my big client for Fidelity, I remember when I first started working with her, the first three signs I did for her, I messed them up. Um, and, but I fixed them before I brought them to the office and she never knew. And I walked in and I said, you know, Miss Tracy, 
I know you probably will never want to use me again. I had to bother that signer again and go back out there because I missed one of those initials. And she goes, that's exactly why I'm going to use you again, Ryan, because you catch your errors and I don't have to deal with it. She goes, at the end of the day, if the loan closes, no one cares. Yeah. She's like, you're, you never have, I've never had to call you for an error. You catch your own errors. And she's like, that's why I keep using you. And to this day, we have a great relationship and she puts in hundreds of orders at her new company and all of her escrow officers at her brand choose us. Um, so mistakes I see notaries make are I've called notaries on an error and then they, I always say this, I'm the most loved guy. Cause if you know, at notary starts, I'm very loving. And I know I seem like tough love sometimes. And I'm doing that because we've got limited time. So I want to really get in there with information, but I'm very loving at notary stars and I teach in a very loving manner. I always say I'm the most loved guy in the industry until I call you with an error. Um, some notaries just don't know how to handle it. It is drop everything and fix it. Don't overbook yourself. You should leave time within your day to fix an error. It could happen at any moment to anyone, self-included. I don't overbook myself. I usually leave an hour and 15 minutes in between appointments. I leave myself a break during the day for lunch or fixing an error and getting something done. You need a two-hour window during your day where something happens, you can, especially if you're working direct, that you can get to a signer and get back to a title agency in case something happens. And if nothing's gone wrong and something, you can slide something into that spot if you want to. Um, you've got to know how to balance time and, and do things. And I see notaries that don't do that. They book every hour on the hour and then they make a mistake because they're overbooking themselves, overstressing their mind and their body, and then they make mistakes and I'm rushing through signings, then the next day they have to go back and fix something and I'll tell you something. You tell a title at our escrow office or a signing agency that you can't fix your mistake because you're too booked, not their problem. Right. The signings you've already done come first. The signings you will do, that'll look, it'll look a lot worse for you to have that rescheduled so you can fix something uh, or a lot better to have let that one go or have them reschedule it than to say you can't fix an error because you might be delaying someone's loan and that's going to follow you around for a lot longer. Yeah. Not to mention the liability that could come from that. I mean, you have to really be smart about this. And, and I think if, if a notary plans it out or uh, originally the right way, like not overbooking themselves, like you, like you mentioned, then you would avoid a lot of these problems. But uh, yeah, you make some really, really good points. So let's recap on, on what we're talking about here. So if, we, if you're a brand new notary, we know that the, the industry's changed, particularly in the last uh, couple of years, given COVID and sort of, uh, like you said, the cat's out of the bag. People realize that uh, being a notary and a loan signing agent is is probably one of the, the best opportunities out there, given the initial investment, uh, how easy it is to get licensed. Uh, but again, getting that first notary is difficult. And so uh, let's see here. We're going to recap. So uh, the first thing to do, according to you, Ronnie, is work on your profile. Have a, a professional photo. That'll probably beat what? Maybe 50% of the notaries out there if you just do that thing alone? First of all, Abraham, I want to say that is not the first thing that a notary should do. No, okay. What's, what would be the first thing a brand new notary would need to do to just maximize their opportunity to get that first closing? Take every training course you can because all of them have a following and all of them can help open doors for you. That's the first thing you want to, and it fills up your resume. That's the first thing, really. I, I would say you should, if I gave anybody the perfect linear uh, course to take, 
you have to do the NNA. It's an, I call it the necessary evil. Um, I, I'm very upset with them that they haven't updated their course in a decade. I can probably almost spout off every question and the answer after I've taken it this long. Yeah. Um, but you have to take the NNA. Everybody has to want it. Every title underwriter requires it. Then Notary to Pro is a great course to get. And they have over 100 clients that use you. I love when Notary to Pro graduates come in to Notary Stars, and we are an ongoing trade educational program. Then Bill Soroka's Sign and Thrive, and then even loan signing systems. Um, I believe all of those have something to offer and in a great progression, and it's going to fill up your resume, and all of those have a following uh, that will help get you hired. Then you need to get in and do your profiles. Your profiles are the first start, and I, I hear people tell me all the time, I don't need training. You then you know, I, I have notaries who call and want to work on the ink, and they say, I don't need any training. And I'm like, well, well we're not going to work with you if you don't. I even have title and escrow officers who quit and became notaries, and I made them take our required training courses. And they were like, wow, I didn't realize working at only my company, I only knew my company. Right. You know, you need to learn to work with other people. And th there's no job in the world that you don't need training for. So, training, 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 training. And then you work on your profile. So you can show off that training. Your profiles are your resume. You want a resume. You want to be able to put on your website that I took Notary to Pro. I took Notary Stars. I took Loan Signing Systems. I took Bill Soroka's Sign and Thrive. I studied with Judy Lawrence to learn Apostille. I Show your customers who you are. Almost anybody who hasn't committed a felony can become a notary. Right. That doesn't mean that you're going to get chosen. What's going to get you chosen is showing people that you went the extra mile. And all of those courses combined, you're looking at about $1,000. Mm -hmm. But how much money will that bring you for have invested in those? You know, that's why I keep Notary Stars. A lot of them are $300, $400, $500. I do $25 a month at Notary Stars for training. Then your profile is where you show them the profile photo your bio, uh, uploading those certificates that you get for courses, displaying your membership badge from Notary Stars, um, having Bill Soroka write you in a letter of endorsement if you've done everything that you need to do and are active. Um, all of us in the training programs will write you letters of endorsement. Right. And, and you know, uh, you then you can put that in your profile and you can really shine. And so, you'll know more about the back end of your profiles and, and what you can do and what you should be on your resume. So if we were to put this in three steps, we would say your training first, then your profile, which the training would help fill up. And then I think the, uh, the last part is when you, once you start getting orders, which it sounds like you'll increase your chances when you have the training and you have the profile that matches that training. Once you start getting calls for orders have a mindset of, yes, I want to work. I want to give good, good, good customer service. I want to show these signing companies, these escrow title companies, I'm here to work. I'm here to offer a good quality service and a long term. This is how one builds a business, builds a reputation, and a, hopefully a, a long and success, a successful career as a loan signing agent. Isn't that right, Ronnie? Yes, and I do want to tell you, um, so there are some marketing courses out there that will tell you, you know, Call everybody, beat their door down, want to be the preferred notary. That's incorrect. You want to sign up with everyone and be on everyone's radar. 
for signing orders, snap docs, when you're first starting out, take screenshots of the orders that come out, not the actual order inside, but the offer that you get. See who those companies are that have the most orders in your area. That's who you want to build your strongest relationships with. Right. Also, there's a, uh, you know, at Notary Stars, we teach this. There are different levels of signing services. There are local signing agencies. There are national signing agencies. And then there's direct business. Um, you need to have an even mix of each. A local signing agency is usually within the state or a particular region. You got to dig to find those. But if you can get on someone's team, they're harder to get with because guess what? You mess up their only client, they're screwed. Yeah. A national signing agency, some of them have built up uh, restrictions now because there's so many people in the market. But if they have a lot of business in your area, those are the people who you want to reach out to. Don't go around calling and wasting time and spinning your wheels and badgering people that don't have a lot of business in your area. Take screenshots, take a tally, who's busy, and keep looking. I see notaries call me. You know, every now and then they're never at Notary Stars because um, I tell them this every week. Uh, but I have notaries that call me looking for work and they want to work at Unlimited Inc. and all of these things. And I say, you know, well, what training programs have you done? I haven't done any. And I say, who else are you signed up with? I'm not signed up with anyone else. I just heard that you were really busy. <laughs> like that, that doesn't, that, how am I going to get a reference for you? Right. You know, um, so. Uh, you know, I posted on Unlimited Inc.'s Instagram the funny joke of, I want to work. I need experience. Uh, you need experience. I, I really need a job. Well, go get experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do I get experience? Go get experience. You know, it's, uh, it's a, it, it seems like a vicious cycle, but it starts with training. That's experience. Right. And, you know, then your profile, and then you got to understand who you're working with. I, also have another pet peeve. I wish we could talk forever. I, I wish there was a way for me to download, and that's why I created Notary Stars so I could put it in a logical order. Um, I wish I could just download in everyone's brain everything I know. But I see notaries who say, I work for Snapbox. No, you don't. You got an order from a client who is using Snapbox. And I see notaries say, I only work with signing order. No, you don't. Signing order is a platform. It's a software. You're working for a company and they don't even know who they're working for on the platform. Right. You got to know those things. And that's another part of training and really get engulfed in the industry. And we're starting to say this a lot. A lot of the trainers is don't let Facebook be your education. Right. You know, right. don't let, you know, Facebook or, or those sorts of things. We have a Facebook group and I tell you, it's one of the most, we have thousands of members in there. It's one of the least active groups. Because our members are actually, we train live every day and they're getting education and they don't have to go into Facebook and look for these answers. Right. And there are don't so many out there now. Yeah. Don't let Facebook be your, your, your education. Let a training company be your education and do your due diligence on finding out who these people are. Um, I'd say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead, Ronnie. Uh, there is one course out there and I, I would love to do one of those videos on YouTube where you like stop the video and then you reply to it. <laughs> um, there is, there is one, um, there's one training course I have a big pet peeve with and it says I was voted the number one signing agent in America. And I'd love to stop that video right there and say, no, you weren't because there's only one 
person recognized every year and that's from the NNA and you are not that person. Now, if your mom told you or someone told you, they think you're the best signing agent in America. Okay. <laughs> Great. But that, that in the first minute, I lost all respect for that training course because mm -hmm. they say I was voted the number one signing agent in America. And that is so not true. So be careful who you align yourself with when it comes to to things because truth is a, a and sometimes i tell the truth that people don't like it right you know but be be careful where you get your information and who you look up to in the industry and don't look up to just one person there are a lot of great trainers i've named a lot of them today there are a lot of great trainers out there to help get you started and learn from and expand your mind and new groups forming every day i say Go to a mall and then also pick one supporting group. Like I like this group, Super, Mo Super Notary Moms, um, Super Mom Notary. It's on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. That's where they do their, their thing. I, I like that group. I appeared on there um, with them and give, give them a whole different topic. Uh, find a group that you like to be a part of. And I, this is not a, it doesn't have to be a lone wolf industry. Right. It could definitely feel that way given that it's, it's just us in the car and, uh, driving the around. very first half of my career, Abraham, I didn't have any coworkers. I didn't have anybody to bounce ideas off of. I'd learn everything the hard way. Yeah. You know, I had to go dig around on notary rotary and one, two, three notary and piece together any part of this. And now I've, I've gotten it down to a science. I mean, we're at, I mean, we're crossing into $4 million in revenue you for a year. For uh, Unlimited Inc.? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Good job. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, don't get me wrong. I don't have $4 million, okay? That's, that's <laughs> revenue. Right, for the company. Right? I have to pay people. And you got to realize 80% <laughs> of that is paid out to notaries. Right. Um, so, and, and that's still considered a small business. From, yeah. from by all means, I'm going to get it to mid-sized business level soon. But, you know, all of this came from piecing together bit by bit. And one book, one test, one instructor is not going to get you there. Right. One group. You need to do it all. And I, I love using this example because I'm about to have back surgery in the new year. My surgeon has gone to updated courses. He knows every way to operate on a back. He laid them all out on the table for me and said, so I took, you know, updated certification on this. I've done 2000 of these. I've, I've done 500 of these. And I'll tell you this one is, you know, the most difficult to do. And there is a chance that you will be in pain the rest of your life. And then this one is the oldest one. I've done thousands and thousands. And I have a co-surgeon that does this with me that's done thousands and thousands. This is the oldest way to do it, but it is still the tried and true. And he, and he told me about all these certifications he had for each one and how they've updated the way they do it. And I was like, you're the guy, like you're the guy. Cause I went to another surgeon before and he's like, I'm going to do a fusion. I'm just going to fuse your spine. Didn't explain anything to me. Didn't know anything or didn't seem to. This other guy was like, here's everything I know. And that's the way you want to be in this industry. You don't want to, nobody wants to hire someone that if, 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 
You are getting cut open. You want the person with the most education. Right. Experience. Yeah. Loan signing is not cutting someone open. It is not rocket science. However, the stroke of your pen allows people to move around money. It allows them to take control of someone else's life Mm -hmm. and finances. It allows them to sell positions on other people's behalves. The power that comes with your pen is really important. I hate when people call notary a side hustle. It's okay if it is for you, but you should act every time you do it as if it's the most important thing you're ever doing. Mm -hmm. Think of all the people who can't become a notary because of something they did wrong in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a strict state like California, you got a felony, you're not going to be a notary. That's right. And you may not be able to do loan signings. And, you know, you're lucky to be here. And it's a very minimal investment to get started. Like you said, just the printer and scanner and all that stuff. And and then the training is still, it makes it way more minimal than any other business. And you have to be a business owner. You know, don't just be a notary, be a business owner, be a professional. Don't skimp. You know, if you want to, when you, I have this little section on notary stars called notary hacks. When you've done the hard work, then you can start cutting corners a little bit. (laughs) Right. Where where you know that it's not going to get you in trouble and suffer your quality. You know, make sure you know, like, you know, like, you know, and be a proud business owner who does this. Even if you do it part-time, when you do it part-time, do it like you've, like you've been in business for 10 years and that you're, you do it all day, every day, be that prepared and you, it will bode well for you. Absolutely. And and the last thing, and I can't teach people this, it's not just (laughs) customer service, kindness, basic human kindness, understanding and kindness will go so far. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Until told otherwise. I have gotten clients just because I said, yes, ma'am. And yes, sir. Right. You, you, you just common courtesy, huh? Yep. I can talk forever, Abraham, but I know we're, we're getting close to the wrapping up. No, I think this is good. I think it's great. And I, I think I, uh, first of all, thank you for the advice and the, not just, and not just specific notary advice, but I think just general business advice. I think the common theme of what you're saying here is, is to be genuine, to be honest and to deal with others with integrity. I mean, people on the other side, if you're a notary and and you're working with a signing agency or an escrow officer or, or, or you're working direct, the person on the other side is a person just like you and trying to impress by lying, by being dishonest, by faking it, uh, it, it already shows uh, uh, the kind of person you are and and are willing to be. And I think at the core of it, that's that's really the essence of, of what we're talking about here is just be honest, have integrity, don't overestimate your abilities, be willing to fix your mistakes. And uh, I think that will go further in this, in your career and in your relationships with people than, than anything else. And so Ronnie, you talked about training and I know you own notarystars.com, but how can people learn more about you, find out about your company and what you're doing in the notary community? Uh, how can people learn more about you, Ronnie? 
So two ways, if you're interested in working with Unlimited Ink Notary, um, you simply visit our website, click on vendors. Uh, every notary in the country, we do it once a month. If you're interested in working with Unlimited Ink Notary, we have a live onboarding. Um, we will only work with notaries who have taken Notary to Pro and Notary Stars training. Um, so you would need to do both. Um, we have a live onboarding. We go through your credentials. We tell you everything about Unlimited Ink, what we stand for, what we're looking for. We're probably definitely, you're never going to be able to talk to a signing agency the way that we do it. Um, of course, it is a, a group thing on Zoom, but we connect directly with our notaries and we want to know you. We want to see your face. We want to talk to you. We want to know who you are. We want to know if you have any questions. So we have a good, off to a good start. Um, for Notary Stars, if you are interested in training with us, um, I will tell you to, uh, for listening to this today, uh, I will give you guys a code. It, it sounds really cheap, but I'm going to say it's not cheap. It's inexpensive. Um, we even at 12 months at the full price, it is uh, um, less than any of the training courses out there. And don't forget, your training is tax deductible. If you would like to learn more about Notary Stars, I have a great video before you sign up. Make sure to watch the video. But at, during your checkout on the Notary Star level only, if you use the code I need training, um, I will, it will discount your uh, first month membership to $12.50. We have 125 hours of training on every loan product imaginable. We offer phone support no matter who you're working with from 7 a.m. until 11 p.m. Uh, and, other, other, and unlike the NNA, we can actually talk about loan documents with you. They only talk about notarial certificates. Um, we, have, uh, we also have live training Monday through Thursday. Every day we're live except for holidays. Um, so if you're interested, dip your toe in at $12.50. Most people say, wow, I had no idea this was so much in here. I keep it affordable because of just like the people we're talking to today, Abraham. Right. It's a, it's a cost. And I respect that new notary who's getting started might not have $500. <clears throat> I also don't think training is a, you know, I've never looked at training to be, you know, an athlete that's on the field playing fight, uh, baseball or football, they train all of year long to right. play that season. And I've always looked at it that way, that training is not watching a few YouTube videos and you're done. You, there's so much to learn and so much to keep up on. Um, so I made it, I wanted to make something affordable for notaries that they could start and stay with it in order to continue their education. So I never refer to Notary Stars as a uh, certificate program. We are a continuing education program. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And training is absolutely an investment in your business, particularly the way things are changing now and, and the pace at which they're changing. So, uh, you know, I, I, good for you for putting on a, 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 providing a service that's really helping the notary community. And I'm personally a member and I, fully endorsed notary stars. And I'll, I will go ahead and put all those links to the trainings that Ronnie talked about in the show notes. For those of you who want to look, uh, look that up and get more information. And, uh, Hey, Ronnie, thank you for being on the show, man. I really appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very honored to be here and I'm so happy uh, to see what you're doing in the notary industry, uh, as well. I, I'm, I'm really happy to know you and I'm really happy to work with you. So thank you for inviting me. 
You're very, very welcome, Ronnie. It was a pleasure. And for everybody else who stuck around and listened to the show, I am very grateful. I hope you guys found this entertaining and enlightening. And until next time, make sure you stay productive and have an amazing week, you guys. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.